0: This is the Matt Townsend Show.
1: Just bring the honesty and the integrity to the game.
2: Your guide on the side.
1: If we're not wholeheartedly in our relationship, then we probably are always looking for
2: exit strategies. This is the Matt Townsend
3: Show. Dr. Matt Townsend. Welcome to the Matt Townsend Show. I'm Leanna Tan, here to bring you some of Matt's best tidbits to help you live healthier, happier lives. I hope you all are enjoying this special time of the year. I have to admit, I'm one of those people that actually likes all of the holiday specials and sales and red tag deals that come with the season I feel like it somehow gets me into the Christmas mood. In fact over the weekend I had to just hop over to the mall and see what was going on and I just loved hearing the Christmas music playing and seeing all the trees and the wreaths hanging up and shopping for new holiday decor for my house and seeing all those red tag sales in the window. It was just so fun for me but I also realize that I have to beware not to get too caught up in this consumerism and miss out on the reason for the season. And I don't think I'm the only one who has this problem. And that is why Giving Tuesday was created. Today is Giving Tuesday, a holiday that was created to combat all the consumerism culture that has permeated the Christmas season. And I think this is just as an important holiday as any, and I want to highlight it a bit. So I've created an episode for you today all about giving and service. We're going to take a couple of different angles on this topic, and I wanted to start off with part of an interview about giving to our country and our communities. Sometimes we get frustrated with all the politics, and we feel like maybe we're not getting back from the government what we want. So why should we even serve our communities anyway? Well, here is a first-hand perspective from someone who served her community and her government as the first female Speaker of the House in Utah. And I think it'd be nice to remember some of her words and experiences. Becky Lockhart has since this interview passed away, but just like anyone else who gives, her service still touches the lives that follow her.
1: Why should we serve our community? Why should we go about giving back to our country when a lot of people feel like they're they're not being paid attention to?
4: Hypothetically,
0: well, the the promise of of our form of government is always there, right? If it's if it's, if we're if we're implementing it on the principles it was founded on, right? So I can I understand and I feel the same kinds of frustrations. Uh, especially at the national level that a lot of us have and I, I would submit that most of that is based on this we have we have moved away from um a robust che- uh, system of checks and balances between the three branches right. of government oh, yeah. we've moved away from that and Court and that will decisions right, recently um Quite a few in a row, yeah. right? Which is which is a good thing. Whether you agree with the policies of the yeah. administration you, but or you not, you see the you see you the see different those checks and yeah. balance, which exactly. is what what the three branches are supposed to be doing. So. Um, We need to in many ways return to that. A lot of people, you know, upset Congress won't do anything. Congress isn't getting getting anything done. (laughs) It's so slow. And and, and, and this is where you you see an executive who's saying, well, if Congress won't work, the people want it and I'm going to do it. We should all be afraid no matter who the president is. If the executive is willing to say something like that, you know government is supposed to work slowly it's supposed to be frustrating this is how you keep tyranny from happening right. you know these kinds the of things yeah. and the people's representatives need to take action legislatively to do things or not yeah. and that's the way our system's set up it's supposed to be slow it's supposed to be frustrating and and um, it, it, we need we need we need a return yeah to a lot of those principles
1: do um you guys have kids that are involved in politics you have uh you have a family that's a service oriented family one's out on a mission two of them one's working i guess they're both oh yeah you have a son-in-law that served in the military so how do you as parents and what would you advise kind of the rest of us to how do you teach service how do you teach whether it's public service you know going and giving your life or a limb for your
5: country how do you instill that as a parent I found that my kids imprint on what we do. Our example is the strongest influence in their lives. And so um, our kids uh, – I've seen it both ways. I've seen kids that kind of uh, get turned off to politics when their parents are involved. Right. Um, Ronald Reagan's family is yeah. a great example of yeah. that. Um, on the other hand, I've seen kids that get more involved. Uh-huh. and And our kids have kind of taken that approach. Our three kids have a greater – awareness of the world around them. Um, I remember our daughter, she was in a history class in in high school, our middle daughter, and they wanted to discuss the the, the bombing of Hiroshima and Nagasaki. And our our daughter, for whatever reason, took the approach that that shortened the war and saved more lives than it killed. And she was against her entire class and the teacher and had this hour-long debate. Wow. And she was more than willing to make her case and the fact that she was willing to stand up for what she felt was right yeah. was the important thing to us, not her particular yeah. stand on that issue. Right. Because so, a stand mm, might come and go, but yeah, the ability our, our, to Our it. kids
0: sometimes, I think, because of our involvement, know, know a lot more or at least have a, the yeah. context a little bit more than others. So it's the same Same daughter, uh, teacher kept talking about our democracy, our democracy, our democracy, and she kept saying, "No, it's a republic. It's a republic. No, it's a democracy. (laughs) Same thing. No, it's different. You know, kind of thing." And finally, you know, it's different. Is that when she was expelled? That's when she. No, no, no. But but you know, these are the kinds of things that our kids hear. I mean, they they hear me talking about, they hear Stan talking about it. We, Stan and I have, uh, when was it? Years ago, we were driving to Saint George, uh, and the kids were in the back, and we talked about some. Was it tobacco policy? Oh, the wow. entire way, our Four kids are like, drive. "Oh, stop it, please." But we don't we're even just, smoke. We're, I, we don't. We don't <laughs> use tobacco, but but it was all about you know tobacco yeah. policy and tobacco taxes and and uh, you know money for cessation and oh, all these kinds of things. And we didn't agree. I can't even remember what our positions were. <laughs> but pro
1: patch, anti patch.
0: Yeah. I, anyway, <laughs> but we talked the entire time about that and good things so, for iPods, right? Yeah. They put the headphones just, in, and kids that was are like, it.
1: Our parents are messed up. Yeah. Does. Um, because um, that that actually, I've seen it. I've seen, I've been to a meeting. I've Stan called and asked me to speak to the spouses of the legislators. So I'm in a room with all of the spout, not all, but a lot of the spouses. Meanwhile, legislation. I mean, you guys are in session mm-hmm. down the hall. That's why. You, that's why Speaker Becky couldn't come. Right. Uh, and other reasons, she didn't want to, you know, start a fight. She didn't want to face up to the reality. She didn't want to stand, and start <laughs> lipping it. That's right. <laughs> getting in trouble, she'd have to call the what is what's the top, what's the top sergeant cop, of arms sergeant of <laughs> arms to get rid of him. Um, but I see She's all these done people. That before. I'm sure oh, she has. Get out of my office, sergeant. Um, <laughs> I can imagine it. But I sit there and I see that we see all the public side of it, but behind there's a very human side. And I just saw when, when Stan was making the point that this was his last meeting, he probably won't be doing more of these. Um, but they were sad. The wives, the spouses were sad that Stan's done such a great job. And so I can only imagine... I mean, political side aside, they probably are... They might be glad, like, Becky, get her out of here. But you've right. given your blood.
0: Yeah, and there's something about... And you would know a lot about this, that when you're... Um, in a very stressful situation, very high-pressure high, yeah. high situation, you bond to the people yeah. around you, right? So in the legislature, we, we have 45 days every year of just go, 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 meetings, votes, debates, just go, 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 go. And at midnight on the 45th day, boom, you're done. And it's 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 like a shock to your yeah. system. And so we do this kind of interesting thing because you've developed the, even people you disagree with vehemently on things, you develop these bonds, this familial kind of a thing. And so we you know, we turn off the microphones and joke around with each other, give each other funny gifts and you know, <laughs> those kinds of things. Yeah. And it's a it's very much of a, a decompression, bonding kind of an experience yeah. and that really is um, other than being involved in the process. See, I'm getting a little emotional right that's now. It's good. It's the people.
1: It is. It it's always is. It's the relationships
0: is, isn't it? that I think I will miss the most.
1: And it's it's the relationships in the battle, even the opponents, huh?
0: Absolutely. Yeah. I
1: mean then I guess too it's the thought of not having your community meetings and some of those people as well. Yeah. Well that's beautiful that you care. What if you didn't care?
0: It would not be a good thing.
1: That's a bad thing. See now are you gonna cry on me, Stan? No. Stan's excited. Stan's excited to have (laughs) Becky back. Stan, wrap us up. Um, Tell me what it means. There's got to be some serious pride, though, too, knowing that your wife is rocking it. That she's changing Utah. In our case, but how do you feel? How do you feel about Becky? And just what's that like to know this girl that wouldn't necessarily offer the prayer without coercion (laughs) for the church is now willing to stand a speaker.
5: Well, you're asking me questions that are going get, to gonna get me choked up here, Matt. I, so I that's kind of hard. It's not even written, but I know. Um, I, I guess some of the blessings from uh, Becky's service has been the ability for me to kind of get outside our relationship and outside of our family and just watch her grow and develop as a person, to watch her talents and abilities just come to the forefront and blossom, and to watch this woman that I married – and I, I I, constantly am – it sounds so trite, but I constantly say, wow, I am the luckiest guy yeah. in the world. That's cool. That's cool. She is um,
1: – she's really cool. She's phenomenal. And I, I, I guess it's not going to end, is it, Becky?
0: Oh, I don't know. I've got to find something to do. People think, oh, you know what you're going to do. And I honestly don't. You don't uh, know. See, that's what's cool. I don't know. i actually I'm know. one those totally people. Believe. I, I yeah. just – I've – I try to pray about it, right? I mean, yeah. it, it, and and where is it that where is it I need to be to get done what I need to get done? Well, ten, that's what I really want. The know.
1: tension is everybody thinks you're going to run for governor. Yeah, and but what I honestly believe is you really don't know. And I don't. but you are praying to God, and you're you'll find out, you'll know.
0: Yeah, it may be something completely yeah. different.
1: You might start a trucking company.
0: Oh, uh, I don't know. <laughs> I
1: don't know. That's not
0: on the list, but I'll put it. Have there. you thought about
1: doing a radio? I know some people. <laughs> now, now, the mere fact I, I said know that, I all my bosses are going to be out there grabbing I, this I don't think I will completely,
0: no matter what, I, I, this is something, being involved in public policy, being involved in, in making a difference, educating people about the issues, I think is something that I've learned, something that I feel incredibly yeah. passionate about, and I, I have to be involved in some way. Yeah.
1: Well, and I think, I think you're a great couple. Know, I'm pretty sure that if you're not going to go to politics, and once you guys are set financially, which you know, if you do anything like the Clintons, it ought to be just a couple of weeks.
5: Um, <laughs> I heard they had earned 168 million dollars, yeah. Matt, since they yeah. le- since he left the presidency.
1: Can I? Can they pay, good... re- they pay regular? Taxes. But can I?
5: Yeah. Can I just suggest
1: though that you guys um, you probably ought to start speaking. They make good money.
0: I speak, and I you are earn the that's true. I am nothing right now. That's, <laughs> yeah, you're the old
5: speaker. You need to go to the new speaking circuit. Well, Matt, we appreciate you guys. We've never done this for the money.
1: I know. You, you, you has, don't do it. I mean, really. Yeah, you don't do it at all. It's interesting, but now you can, apparently. I mean, like, not on the national level, not local level, you probably won't ever do anything for the money. But on a national level, there's people making more money leaving their office because they were in office. That's
5: probably the scary thing, isn't it? It is. It its isn't that it, interesting? It, but that's it, not it's, the purpose. It's been, it's been a wonderful thing for us and our family. Uh, the, there have just been a lot of blessings that have come as a result of it, and we'd encourage anybody else to 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 do it as well. Just because you're in the spotlight is not enough reason to not do it. Our founders in, – in fact, we were just in Hiram uh, two days ago at their 4th of July celebration. Becky was the speaker, and as they read the names of all those that had fought in wars and died – I was just struck by the fact that there are so many who have sacrificed so much for what we have. Totally, and people need to rise up and 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 be involved and participate. I was surprised
0: how many names this little town of Hiram, Utah, read
5: has contributed. I thought,
0: you know, well, there's going to be three or four names. It went on and on. Lives, lives, people, real people, not time, not money, lives. You know, dads, uncles, whatever. From World War One, World War Two, Vietnam—you know—I just—I I thought, when is this going to end? And this is just little Hiram, Utah. It was really, really impressive.
1: That's beautiful. So, and what else could the rest of us do? So appreciate the Lockharts. Keep it up. We love the Lockharts uh, again. Thank you, Speaker. Appreciate you. Thank you. Well done. And thanks for sacrificing your time as well, Stan. You too, my friend. Appreciate you. We're out of here. We're taking a break. We'll be back. This is the Matt Townsend Show. You're listening to us right here on BYU Radio.
3: And this is the Matt Townsend Show. We're talking about service today and we just listened to part of an interview with former Utah Speaker of the House, Becky Lockhart, about serving your country and community and teaching your kids about public service. I think it was important how Matt and Becky talked about how even though it can be frustrating and even if you don't feel like you are getting everything you deserve or you want in return, it is still important to serve others and serve your communities. You know, some people serve so that they can be in the spotlight, which might not be the best motive, but others shy away from serving because they will be in the spotlight. And Becky's husband, Stan, piped in and said that that shouldn't keep you from serving either. The blessings you get from serving, whether they're tangible or not, far outweigh the frustration and the anxiety from being in the spotlight. And I want to talk a little bit more about some of those blessings. This next interview I'm going to play for you is with Hank Smith, and he is going to list some of the benefits serving has for the server.
1: So, uh, but here's the deal, Hank. You're here to teach us about um, service. Yes, we're going to talk
2: about service Because today. kids
1: can just, you know, they're already kind of self-centric. Mm-hmm. How
2: do we teach them to give? Yeah, to look serve. outside themselves. Yeah, right. Well, I am a, uh, I'm a selfish person. Uh, service does not come naturally for no. me. It comes naturally for my wife. Does it doesn't. Uh, my daughter my Would you one have stopped
1: sons? and pushed somebody's car or would you just have Oh, went? no. Th- those kind of things, absolutely. You'll do but, that. Yeah. But when oh, it comes to, geez. oh,
2: so-and-so needs dinner, I'm oh. like, well, so-and-so you know should. Domino's. Yeah. So-and-so should go to Taco Bell. <laughs> <laughs> <That's right. laughs> so let's let's talk about what's in it for the server. Yeah. Okay. Right? Because yeah. sometimes we focus so much on the servee that- yep. Maybe, maybe those of us who are a little more selfish aren't motivated. So let's talk about that. There, yeah. are, uh, you could probably, you probably know more about this than I do. But there are things in life that are important but not urgent. Do you totally. know Stephen Covey yeah, talking totally, about yeah. that? Taught things it for like, years. Yeah, things like exercise. Yeah, it's important urgent. but not urgent. Yeah, I can put it off. I mm-hmm. can put it off. Um, spending time with my, That's right, with my loved ones. Loved ones, right? It's definitely
1: not urgent. Like nope. I have
2: to do this now. That's right. But it's definitely important. Always, ha- and by the way, always has been. Right. Always will be. Yep. yep. And so, and you can keep pushing those off. And a lot of us spend our time in the urgent, some important, some yeah. not important parts of life. We see just, we're more drawn to the urgent side. Yeah, because we put out fires, right. we yeah. answer emails. We but answer see, that's interesting
1: because if you don't do something that's important, that's not urgent. Like if you don't exercise,
2: right? Then eventually your health becomes very urgent. <laughs> eventually, and it becomes you know, a, yeah. something very urgent. Uh, and Netflix, it's not important, mm-hmm. not urgent. Well, yeah. maybe it's kind of urgent because you're like the next show's yeah. starting, <laughs> that's right? True. We have to watch. Uh, so that's where service falls. Service falls in the in the urgent or yeah. not urgent, important but, but, important. but not in urgent. In, and now in there's some January.
1: service that is urgent and important. Right. Like. Uh, somebody like, has an
2: emergency, right? And I'm gonna to take go care help. Of it. Yeah, and I think we're may, maybe well, more that's likely because that's it's easier. urgent. Yeah, that's we're right. like, well, of course I'm going to help. It's yeah. urgent, but when it's not urgent, we're like, mm, we don't plan for it. Yeah, I'm. I'm sure eventually I'll. I'll. I'll serve. Right. So, uh, what I I brought a little list of things that, that that what service does for the server. Okay. Okay. Uh. So. So. That, so. Um, this is, if you want to be selfish, if you want to like, be selfish you, and you, serve. Yeah. If you want to. If you want to <laughs> just stick with your selfish. Here's demeanor. all the benefits that yeah. come to you. But, but honestly, that's serving. important that, because it it's payoff. Yeah. If you know that you're going to get some benefits for you and your family. Sure. Right. Cool. Uh, so let's talk about um, that. It really strengthens your family Family time together. It's, when you're serving, it's non. Uh, it's, it's not anxious time together. We're not arguing. Right. You're not fighting. We're just spending time together. Totally right? different spirit in the house. You're right. You're just... When
1: you're helping, you're happy. Right. I sang, I sang that. That was a primary song I used to sing.
2: Yeah. But I mean, a lot of times when we're with our families, there's lots of, you know, lots tension. of high stress tension. But this could be something that, so this is family time together promotes trust. Yeah. It promotes conversation. It promotes just, you know, good feelings towards each other. Yeah. Uh, so there's there's one. Two, kids learn responsibility. And the big one, we already mentioned this, that kids will learn, uh, our children will learn that life doesn't revolve around them. Yeah. And that's a big deal. It's hard to teach a child, especially today. I have a client, a client I guess we'll call him, friend.
1: friend, uh, three kids, last child's eight-ish, nine, but they're dying to, they're, they want to adopt another child. Okay. And, but th- their fear is um, there'll be an eight-year gap. Hmm. However, I have a feeling, and this is what we talked about, I have a feeling these teenage, the older kids, the eight up to teen, I have a feeling they're gonna they they will love serving this baby, right. and they will spoil this baby, and they might finally you know get out of their own world right. and look out Absolutely. for the little brother.
2: My my oldest child loves our little yeah. two twin boys. It's powerful, uh, and it, she serves them all the time. She and she's be, she's changing because of it. So yeah. I think it's a good thing. That's cool. Um, It gets rid of the idea that a lot of us have as adults. It's the someone else myth. Someone else is going to take care of that. Yeah. Right. It's always someone else. The next person. Yeah. Someone else is going to help them. Someone else will, you know, will provide that. Mm -hmm. I don't need to. Uh, And it helps your kids see that there is they are the someone else. Yeah. Um, And that's a big deal. Yeah. um, because because it's it's got the bucks got
1: to stop somewhere right
2: there's there's got to be someone, someone in the someone else <laughs> do you remember the
1: neil maxwell uh, a great leader of the lds church had a, a talk once about the mattress in the middle of the road i don't remember that and it slows down traffic and everyone is so frustrated yeah but yeah. <laughs> nobody and nobody gets out and just moves the mattress and so when you finally get by it you open up and just take off when if somebody would just pull over and finish the deal right they would make sure it would slow everyone down. Everyone would be ticked, but they're already ticked anyway. But he would open it up. Yep, service. And
2: it's, it's the idea that oh, that's someone else's job, right? Well, no, yeah. it's it's our it's, job. Yeah, uh, it takes. We are the ones who, you know, matter in our communities. We are the community. That's right. So uh, it's hard to say. Well, the community will take care of yeah. it. When where are the you police are the when you need right? them? They need to bring my, this neighbor dinner. Yeah, uh, yep. that teaches your children that one person can make a difference. yeah. Uh, and that's how differences are made. One, one person, person at acting at a time. It teaches them to act, you yeah, know, to see something and act on it. Like I, I had great service thoughts, right. <laughs> Instead of <laughs> not turn to action, and, and one then, day, then it turned yeah. to guilt. Yeah, then it's always one day. Yeah, or, someday yeah. I'll when I have that some guy. more time, and mm-hmm. that future self of ours always has more time. Oh, my future self is a rock star. Right, <laughs> he's he's gonna change the world. That's he's gonna serve. So it's gonna be out there. And then my future self is the same self that he was yesterday. Is your
1: future self ripped with a really great six Absolutely. pack? Absolutely, mine yeah. too. Yeah, <laughs> mine runs marathons.
2: Yep. He's 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 really he's going to be so attractive. Oh, he's hot. And uh, mine, yeah, uh, has. I think about him all here. the time. <laughs> in fact, he was supposed to be here right now. <laughs> uh, I at one point in my career, I was working up in Park City and ski uh, If you're not from Utah, Park City is a a pretty wealthy, yeah, uh, generally wealthy place. Yeah, uh, and I I taught a lot of the teenagers there and uh, wealthy teens. We, wealthy teenagers had a lot of time and a lot of money. Uh, and I saw funny things, you know, like one of them didn't know why I'd shovel snow. She said, Don't you have a heated driveway? I said, No. What? <laughs> uh, another girl cried because her parents were going making her go to the uh, the Cayman Islands again and she was getting so bored with uh, the Cayman Islands. So there's this there's this interesting perspective that. there, yeah. different type of kid. But then you would meet these kids uh, who were so humble and so good. And it usually it was because the parents used their wealth to Take them on service let opportunities. Let them see the world. Yeah, and let them... They, they knew they had this great blessing of wealth, and they thought, we're going to show you how other people live, and we're going to go out and help people. So yeah. they take you know a month-long trip, but it wasn't a vacation. No. It was a work And trip. these
1: kids... And, and I guess you're almost forced into...
2: Right, I mean, service, and these kids with these kids live in you know twenty thousand square foot homes, but they come home grateful for carpet and grateful oh, for man. food. So, uh, so there is a way to do it. You don't just because you are wealthy doesn't mean your kids are going no. to be right. spoiled and awful. You know, well, and just because you are poor doesn't mean your kids won't be spoiled. Right? You don't have to take that month trip That's to right. Vietnam and or That's, to yeah. you know, Haiti and go help. That's right. Um, you can do a little thing. We're going to talk about the the what to do here in a minute. It helps your kids learn social skills. Uh, because so they're around true. other mm-hmm. adults, and usually when you're out serving, you're probably around those who are not like you. That's right. Uh, different education uh-huh. levels, uh, different or income might, levels,
1: or the, and that might be injured or that might have other problems, right? Handicapped. You, yeah, so you have yeah. to kind of the learn elderly to adapt, right? Yeah.
2: And so your your children learn how oh, to talk so to people true. like that, uh, and, and where a lot of children might be really nervous around people like that. Hopefully, your kids get more and more comfortable because every human being is valuable, and I think they uh-huh. they start to. They see you, how you interact with those type of people, and they they follow up in that way. That's cool. A um, couple others. Uh, I don't know if you know this, but no. volunteering. The study shows that volunteering uh, can combat depression in. I believe uh, that, yeah, in adults because you're giving, you're serving, you're right. losing and, yourself, and you're not so- socially isolated. Yeah, right uh, from other people. You're around other people. You have to be there, uh, and so that helps. It also. It uh, helps people feel more competent. Hmm. Uh, studies show that people who volunteer feel more competent. They feel more effective in their life. They feel happier. Oh, cool. Uh, they, they said that they, those who uh, serve every week feel the same happiness increase as those who go from 20, 000, making $20,000 a year to up to $100,000 a year. What? And you know that's a big increase. That's down. huge, you know, over a hundred thousand dollars a year. Happiness and so money if don't tapped really make out sense financially. You just need to serve more. Yeah, serve more, and that happiness level is going to it's going to increase. See, okay, Hank. You've we got have it. lots of whys here.
1: These are the great whys. We're going to take a break. Come back. Service. What a great lesson. More with Hank Smith up next, right here on the Matt Townsend Show.
3: And this is the Matt Townsend Show. It's Giving Tuesday and we are listening to an interview with Hank Smith talking about the benefits of giving and making service and activity in your home. He mentioned things like it strengthens families, promotes trust and conversation, teaches kids responsibility and people skills, and makes people feel happier and more competent. In fact, Hank said that research says... That doing service on a regular basis gives you the same happiness as going from $20,000 a year to $100,000 a year. That's a lot of happiness. And I agree with all of the things he said. I am a huge proponent of service. I love doing service projects and giving gifts and surprising people because it just gives me this sense of euphoria that I think lasts way longer than when I, you know, eat a chocolate bar or watch a good movie. Because service is something that just keeps on giving and just keeps making you feel good. It has a ripple effect and when you see the fruits of your labor, it gives you a huge sense of satisfaction and contentment and purpose. You know, when I was dating, I I loved going on dates where we would do service, as cheesy as that may sound, because I would feel productive even if the date was a complete dud. But usually those dates weren't duds because service gives you a great opportunity to make a genuine friendship with someone and see how they interact with other people and how much they really care about serving others, which was something that was important to me. In fact, doing that really helped me bond with my now husband. One of our dates that we went on was picking up trash in the park. And it was originally my idea, but it was really attractive for me to see that he was all in for the service and he was happy doing it. And he actually made a game out of it. And it also helped me see that we made a great team and we could serve a lot more people when we were together. And so now that we're married, we still try to do service weekly together. And I think it really gives us that sense of purpose and helps us see how much we can accomplish when we work together. And that's something I think we really want to continue in our family when we have kids and it's a value we want to teach them. But how do we do that? How do you teach kids to have that same passion and that same perspective of service? And how do you make it a family activity that's enjoyable and not just something that people groan about? Well, this next segment is all about the answers to these questions. And Hank Smith is going to give us a few tips on how we can involve kids in service initiatives.
1: You're teaching us today about, you just talked about all of the great whys of why we need to serve? Why, why we, we teach serve. serve? And there's so many.
2: And hopefully we convinced everyone out
1: yeah, there. Yeah, like I mean, whoever wasn't already out there that we need to serve. Yeah. One reason, by the way, I don't know if it was on. It wasn't on the list. Is if I serve, um, I'm going to grow trust. Absolutely. And yeah, people with then, the people we, I'm around, yeah, yeah. which will then make it so I can
2: stay in society. Yeah, and and other people will. You know, you never know what someone you interact with, what might happen from that. That's right. Right. Don't mm-hmm. you think
1: you either need to serve others or serve
2: time? <laughs> that's that's probably a good Which one do you want? Meme that one. Put you that know what's funny? Is is I forgot about this. My wife and I were up on a uh, hike up at Cottonwood Canyon, and it was funny. It said um, those who are caught with a dog up there, you know, because it's yeah. watershed, they said you'll have three things. It'll be, it'll be fines, jail time, and service. And I thought, is that really a punishment? Uh, service is no a punishment. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'll it's do like, the fines and the yeah. jail time. <laughs> but I have to serve cake.
5: Is that true? Put the dog back in the car. I don't want to serve.
1: (laughs) My son got caught. He wasn't. A bunch of them got caught climbing on a school roof. My son was um, the one that actually never got on the roof because he didn't dare climb the pole to jump on the roof. (laughs) But he still got time. He had to go serve.
2: He had to serve. Isn't that funny? We we use service as a punishment for people. (laughs) Well, what do you want to do? I guess I'll just go play at the rest home. And like, I, that's
1: not even service. You could have like done laundry at the rest home or something difficult. Uh how do we get our children to do it though? That's the hard part. How do we teach it? How do we model it?
2: All right. So um obviously it starts better when your kids are young, right? I mean yeah. the best time to teach a child is yesterday. Right. But if, if you know if you haven't done that yet, uh then there's plenty of things we can do. Obviously we can't move on without saying well, you gotta set the example of service, right? Words yeah. are nice, action is way that kids learn. Right. Uh but I think most people understand that, that kids learn more from our action than our than our words. Uh so Here's how. Let's talk about how. Uh, you sit down with your family and say, okay, we're going to start. We're going to try to become more of a service-oriented family. This is what we'd like to do. You know, talk about why it's a good thing, all the whys involved. And then say, let's talk about what we're interested in. My kids love animals. Oh, do they? And so they'd naturally want to go surf if we could go do something yeah. that's involved with animals. They'll they'll love it. It'd be more fun that's for them. That's a great idea. So what are you interested in? What are your kids interested in? If they're interested in it, much more easier to get. it'll be a lot easier to get them out of the house, to get them... You know, get in yeah. there, doing something. What are you interested in? Personally, it, sometimes we think service has to be an inconvenience. Oh, that's, that's right. It has to be something I don't want to do. That's not the case at well, all. Well, if you're a gardener, you could go –
1: do the yard work for a person, right. a shut-in that, that can't take and care of okay it. And it's okay
2: if you enjoy it. And if, It's yeah. okay if you oh, enjoy service. Is, yeah, isn't that weird? And if, people,
1: and if you enjoy it, you'll do it Yeah, more. some people
2: are like, well, it's not service if you enjoy it. And that's not true. Uh, uh, yeah. No, it's not <laughs> penitence. We're <laughs> <Right>. not like, <laughs> yeah, that's cool. Uh, so, And then we start with little things. Uh, sometimes, yeah. uh, have, you ever, have you ever read those studies that, you know, New Year's resolutions uh, are much more likely to to last if you if you work in small increments yeah. instead mm-hmm. of the big i'm yeah, going to exercise 90 thing, right. minutes a day whereas people say i'm going to start with 3 minutes a day it, it actually sticks that's why so, because i was going to run a marathon that's that's your you, that was my new year's resolution the jump from, you know
1: it's, it's, i haven't even started
2: right so if you just said i am going to park walk to my car from my yeah from the grocery store from the store right yeah. and, uh, and i'm going to jog into the grocery store to pick up my goodies <laughs> Uh, so another piece of advice is sometimes we wait for the perfect opportunity when all we really need is a good opportunity. Yeah. Right.
5: Uh, yeah. Some any of us are like, well,
2: that's not that's not the perfect opportunity. My kids wouldn't like that, or I, you know. So instead of trying to find the perfect chance to serve, just find a good one. Yeah. It's kind of like that idea. Don't be a perfect parent. Just be a good one. Just good. good. Yeah. Just be a good parent. Yeah. I mean, just do it every day. Good parent. You could do a you could do a good deed every day. Right. It doesn't have to be a big deal. The perfect deed. Um, Like uh, my kids love to go for walks, you know, when the weather's good. We go out on a Sunday afternoon. We go for a walk. Well, let's take a couple of garbage sacks with us. And we'll go. pick up garbage on the way. That's simple, right? We'll fill, we'll you know, we'll fill up this garbage sack. And if we do, if we can fill up the whole thing, then we'll we'll have ice cream or something. At wow, the right? See, it's, not, it's not huge. It's not a big.
1: Oh, thing. See, I can. My kids would they'd throw their brother in the bag. They would right. say I got some it was garbage full. here.
2: Yeah, they go into the garbage can yeah. and get the He'd garbage be out. Be suffocating.
1: <laughs> There'd be a fight. We'd have to get mad. Cops would get called. Right.
2: <laughs> well, I remember my wife's dad. He'll come back from a jog and uh, he'll have. Handfuls of garbage. What a great and it guy! Just, it just teaches you yeah. that that's who he is, right? He's like, well, I saw this garbage along the way and couldn't find a trash can. So, it's I so it home. interesting. And right. and
1: it's your conscience
2: is probably telling you, there's the gar- grab that, pick it up, just grab that, grab it, yeah. Uh, oh wow. And and your kids notice things like that. A lot of people don't realize that if they go to a local event, that's that's service. Oh yeah, uh, because people will sponsor those if more people go. Right. So you're 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 doing service for the community by going out to your yeah. local farmer's market <laughs> and your local yeah, and concert, for the local food. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's all community service. That's and, a, and the
1: ones that not that don't get a lot of attention anyway.
2: Right. You're right. serving. Yeah. You're going out to see, you know, whoever's trying to start a music career and they're right. starting with the community free concert That's on right. Monday night. And so you take your family out and more people are likely or to sponsor that. Or when the scouts that.
1: knock on the door right. or they're doing the fundraiser for the school. Throwing down five bucks on a whatever. Yeah,
2: the the school carnival, mm-hmm. right? I go to the school carnival every year. It's not my favorite thing. There's a lot of people. But I hear uh, you're very competitive. There, yes, actually. yeah. <laughs> I've won. Hand me know. that fish. <laughs> Give me the fish. I'm going fishing. Uh, let's see. That's cool. Uh, you can... Uh, just start with writing letters to people. Oh, that's huge. Letters is service. So maybe like a, adopt a soldier. You can write letters there. Uh, if uh, you have—if your church has missionaries, yeah, right, you can Send write to missionaries. missionaries. Uh, you can— uh, yeah, send one of your kids on missions. It's yeah. great service. By the way, that is service. <laughs> yeah. Send your kids out there to go serve. Uh, or, you can I mean, letters
1: to people that
2: just in the community that do something great. Right, a thank you letter. Yeah, like an elected, like a city councilman. How often do you think a city oh. councilman hears oh. thank you? Tell me right. about it. I mean, we,
1: we just, we, I had an interview with Becky Lockhart. Okay, yeah, who passed away, and she. But think about Becky, you know, being done as the speaker and receiving a letter from a family just thanking her. Saying for her Thank thing. How often does that? Does that Seriously happen, powerful. right?
2: right. <laughs> uh, instead, I mean, how many the letters they get are going to be complaints? Yeah. or you didn't do something right. When someone just says, "Hey, thanks," and yeah. that teaches your children, we say, "Thank you." Have you ever right. had uh, after a speech somebody come up to
1: you and just talk to you about how well you did? Yeah,
2: but and, and then
1: and then I mean that right there. If it, I think if it's prompted from the heart, right? Yeah, they just and say, "Hey, thank you." That for was that. powerful. That right there could be the greatest act of service. Now you oh. socially may not want to do it. You may be afraid to do it, embarrassed to do it. But just going and thanking an inst-
2: somebody that played an instrument or right. And you and you think someone like Matt Townsend knows he does a good job. Well, that's not necessarily the case. Mm-mm. You know, when no. everybody just kind of gets up and leaves, you're like, well, I, right. my, I have no that idea. mattered, and
1: especially the one that you you know you didn't know you were influencing. right? Or the one you're like, wow, okay, because then it keeps you going, yeah. Don't that's what's great. Don't withhold
2: that. Don't withhold that. If you feel like someone really, I mean, if that was really touching you, you go up and tell them. And, right. and your kids are watching that. If they're oh, there, yeah. they're they're seeing what you're doing, and that's having impact on them as well. Cool. Uh, some, uh, I think it was C.S. Lewis who who talked to. I think it was in the Screw Tape Letters that. Uh, if we can get people to think that service needs to be done across the world. Yeah. Right. That's where the service is Where they is need the needed. service is Africa. Right. That's where. And that's, if, where that's where people need the service. Right. And you totally forget about the guy next door, mm-hmm. right, because you're so always true. thinking service needs to be done. And I can't do that. I can't help those mm-hmm. kids in you know, this uh, Meanwhile, country. Meanwhile,
1: service in our House right. in our home with our family and the
2: neighbor, you know the the widow or whatever yeah. next door gets neglected because we think, well, that's not real service, that's right? And it is so, uh, you know, showing your kids that we're going to make you know double the dinner tonight and we're going to take it over, take a plate of food over to you know Mr. So and So next. Door.
1: What what about service just being some? I have a feeling, and you know, I'm probably the person doing this that you're going to be cut off someday driving on the freeway, right? <laughs> Or if someone won't let you merge, that is a moment of service. Right. You just let it go. Let just it go. Let it, in fact, one of your favorite songs is Let
2: It Go. Yeah. It go. Oh, please. <laughs> one of my friends, John, by the way, sings, stop singing, stop singing. Does he sing that? Yeah, he does.
1: But we, That's, I mean, sometimes just being able to just let it go is the greatest service you can yeah. give. Yeah, just to yourself too. No
2: big deal. Uh, one of the big ones. Here's one my family does. We have a big box in our room, and it's just for toys and clothes that we don't use anymore. And when it's full, we take it over to the- You just feed you know, up, the, you just fill up this box. Yep, yep, we fill up this box. It's our giving box. And when you're done with something, you feel like, well, I just, you know, I haven't played with this. My kids say, I haven't played with this in a long time, yeah. or I'll say that. Yeah. I haven't played with this ball in a long time. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I haven't played my banjo forever. Right, so we, and it, and it fills up frequently. I mean, does every really? six weeks or so, it's- which again, is great too,
1: because you're kind of you're. It's
2: like dead skin. Yeah, you're, you're getting, shedding it. You're off. getting rid of this junk in your house, That's and so your great. kids are saying, "We don't just you know throw useful things away. You know this, and we're someone serving could someone use else. This, yeah, someone could use this. It's That's a sweet. great idea, and then just take yeah. it to the. You know to local whatever. Army, yeah. whatever and it's and they're learning the whole way, and that really doesn't take a lot i mm-hmm. mean it's not a huge, but it's just an idea effort. I mean,
1: that's one idea that just says we serve, so we and and recycling recycling is service
2: right. in this house this is how this is how this house is, right that's this is cool. how people in this house are uh, one thing that my my wife will do is she'll have the kids leave a quarter in candy machines, really you no, know? yeah, just hey, go put that in there, and then the next person who comes up. Paying it forward. Yeah, they're like, oh wow, there's a quarter already. Especially in it, a kid. Right? Yeah, like, oh, how big. lucky am I? Right, that there's a quarter already. What a great
1: life. Um, I what's fun. I always check the machines. Yeah, <laughs> for <laughs> Did change. someone leave something. <laughs> oh yeah, this is a good day. <laughs> I
2: see. I'm so uh, shy. shoveling snow. Right. I mean, there that's you not. You just Try take it. a half hour and go shovel a driveway. Right, or a or walkway. Turn
1: on their 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 heated driveway.
2: Yeah, that's. What <laughs> Go over and flip on the switch. Who has heated driveway? Uh, like? yeah. God, hey, those are nice. I know. Seen They're that? really nice. Yeah. Everyone I, in the
1: neighborhood hates those people,
2: right? <laughs> <She's> like, oh <laughs> wow, look at that uh, yard work, right? I mean, these are. It's, I'm not coming up with these. Aren't life like? Wow, I've but never it's, thought it's of doing this it. Really? Yeah, my wife. She knew every Thanksgiving morning because every what time do you eat Thanksgiving? Like yeah, one, two yeah. o'clock every Thanksgiving. They got up and uh, had a light breakfast, and then she knew they were going to go out and rake leaves. That was, it was a did. tradition in their house, and well, traditions that's, are important, that's a great tradition. Right? And mean, that's part of this: is you can make these traditions. Yeah, this is just. She said that's what we did every Thanksgiving, every year growing up, as we went and raked leaves. You know, that's cool. at a, two or three houses, and then we went and had Thanksgiving and played the rest of the day. It's just, it was part of their family. Life. And, and right.
1: then and, and kids are seeing it, and then they'll hand it down. And if yeah. anything, they just know to look. You got to be looking for opportunities. Right. And
2: then they'll start to learn that giving is a really important part of life. Mm. Uh, and a really important part of happiness is giving. That's right. And yeah. it's good for you. Yep. The more you give, the more you get. That's what I feel. Absolutely.
1: Well, Hank, you did it again.
2: I love coming here. You're great. We're going to have you keep coming. I'm not as nervous as I was the first time. The well, that first, first time, time I was you shaking. Remember that? No, I remember I was... we thought,
1: James, he was having a seizure. Remember that? <laughs> yeah, you, that you, you said weird. you wanted me to call emergency services. Yeah, you right. remember? And I, I'm like, yeah. pour
2: water on him. Pour water on him. But now? That'd now you yeah, I'm just relying. This is like talking to, talking to good friends. It's like here. talking
1: to your psychologist. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Good> <laughs> I
2: times. just picture you as my therapist. <laughs> I'll work you through it. <laughs>
1: We're going to take a break. Dr. (laughs) Hank Smith, go look at, go look for him, Um, and on Amazon too. He's got uh, audio CDs for for of all different topics. Yeah, all sorts. Your children, they need to hear. They need to learn. We'll take a break. More insight as we wrap up the show right here on the Matt Townsend Show on BYU Radio.
3: Back with the rest of today's Matt Townsend episode. Today is the day promoting international charitable giving to kick off the Christmas season. And we just heard Hank Smith give us some tips on how to teach and involve kids in service. I love the bullets he talked about, doing something that they are interested in, starting with small things like writing letters or donating your stuff to charity or recycling. And I also like how he said being grateful is a way of giving. It gives you that same feeling as doing service for someone else if you thank someone for what they've done for you. I think it is such a healthy practice to incorporate service into our own homes and families daily and weekly. And some things that my husband and I have done is make sure that we recycle and compost all of our waste. And that might not be the first thing that you think of when you think of service, but it really does give that same feeling of doing a service project. To me, This is a way of being grateful for my material things and giving back to my mother earth, being responsible and not wasting and taking others' waste materials to the recycle to serve my community. And some other little things that we've tried doing are treating others to a dinner at our house and cleaning our church house once a week. And I love Hank's ideas too. He said that his wife has her kids leave a quarter in the candy machines for the next kid. And what a nice surprise for a kid to come to a candy machine and not have to give up his 25 cents. Uh, Another thing I thought about was something that I learned from my sister to set aside a service budget so that you know that you have money every month to give to those in need so that when you are giving, you're not stressed that, oh, but this is coming from my groceries. How am I going to feed my family? If you set that money aside, you won't be anxious about it. You'll know, okay, I can give to this person because I've already set it aside. And one thing I observed my sister doing is that she puts together little kits like blankets and shoelaces and sanitizer and stuff and she carries them around in her car so that when she sees someone homeless on the streets, she can give them necessities they might need immediately so they don't have to go shopping. You know, there are a million ways like this to serve and give back and every single person you come in contact with is a need in some way. You just never know what impact your daily deeds can have. I want to close off today's episode with a few touching stories. Matt and Sean O'Neill are going to read through some stories they found of the lasting impact good deeds can have.
1: What's the, so you've got stories? The stories work great to teach us the principles.
4: Yeah. In fact, here's here's the first one. This story, and I, I have no idea if these are true, but so these, I, I kind of okay. like they're kind of like fables. Yeah. So, but they te- you know, no matter if they're true or not. They still teach a lesson. And take notes because you
1: may want to use these with your students. Yes.
4: This is called The Most Important Question. During my second month of nursing school, our professor gave us a pop quiz. I was a conscientious student and had breezed through the questions until I read the last one What is the first name of the woman who cleans the school? Mm. Surely this was some kind of joke. I had seen the cleaning woman several times. She was tall, dark haired, and in her 50s, but how would I know her name? I handed in my paper, leaving the last question blank. Before class ended, one student asked if the last question would count toward our quiz grade. Absolutely, said the professor. In your careers, you will meet many people. All are significant. They deserve your attention and care, even if all you do is smile oh, and say hello. That is
2: a great story.
4: Huge. I that have never forgotten so that lesson. I also learned that her name was Dorothy. How cool is that? That's a great story. That's something my mom has taught because, as you know, my mother took yeah. my kids on lots of trips in her RV. That's right. She spoils she would make If they ever stopped at a restaurant, she would make them learn the waiter or waitress's name and what their eye color was. Wow. Wow, wow. eye color. I've never gone yeah, that,
5: that far. far. Mm-hmm. I try I, to to me, call, <laughs>
2: I try to always call whoever's serving me by name. Yeah. yeah gas sure. station attendant, mm-hmm. anything. Just call them by name.
1: Who but it, it'll serve you um, because- they like you. They know you. Yes. They care about you. And then, like, I, I have learned the name of a ticket booth worker at a place I frequent where I need to, like, get a ticket for parking. hmm And I wave when I go in, and we talk on the way out, and I know her name, and we—and you know what? One time I lost my ticket. And, the, and normally that's You're like— You're good. It was like 20 bucks or whatever. Yeah. And she's like, I saw you come in. That's great. You waved to me. I thought, oh, wow. You even learned James' name. Yeah. yeah. I learned, I mean, that took about a year. Yeah. I mean, who is that guy? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'd like to learn his girlfriend's name. Yeah. <laughs> but,
4: you know, she's got to come around. That's right.
1: Okay, Sean, give us another story. It's story time on that the Matt fantastic. Townsend Show.
4: This is called Pick Up in the Rain. Okay. Uh, one night, 11.30 p.m., an older African-American woman was standing on the side of an Alabama highway trying to endure a lashing rainstorm, and her car had broken down and she desperately needed a ride. Soaking wet, she decided to flag down the next car. A young white man stopped to help her, generally unheard of in those conflict-filled 1960s. Mm. The man took her to safety, helped her get assistance, and put her into a taxi cab. She seemed to be in a big hurry. She wrote down his address, thanked him, and drove away. Seven days went by, and a knock came on the man's door. To his surprise, a giant console color TV was delivered to his home. And a special note was attached to it, which read, Thank you so much for assisting me on the highway the other night. The rain drenched not only my clothes, but also my spirits. Then you came along. Because of you, I was able to make it to my dying husband's bedside just before he passed away. Mm. God bless you for helping me and unselfishly serving others. Sincerely, Mrs. Nat King Cole. He served Nat King Cole. Mrs. Nat
1: King Cole. Cole. Mm -hmm. You never know. I like Sean. Sean is great. Yeah. What a lesson! You I want never to be one of know. Sean's children. Well, you know what? They're actually taking Probably applications right now. <laughs> exactly. They're cool in, we're in the story. RV doing interviews right now. <laughs> Do you like RVs? Because you'll yeah. inherit
4: one if you join the O'Neill family.
1: How? You never know what you're picking up.
4: Yeah. Got That's one cool. more for you Let's real go. quick here. Yeah. In the days when an ice cream sundae cost much less, a 10-year-old boy entered a hotel coffee shop and sat at a table. A waitress put a glass in front of him. How much is an ice cream sundae? Fifty cents, replied the waitress. The little boy pulled his hand out of his pocket and studied a number of coins in it. How much is a dish of plain ice cream? He inquired. People were now waiting for a table, and the waitress was a bit impatient. Thirty-five cents, she said brusquely. The little boy again counted the coins. I'll have the plain ice cream, he said. The waitress brought the ice cream, put the bill on the table, and walked away. The boy finished the ice cream, paid the cashier, and departed. When the waitress came back, she began wiping down the table and then swallowed hard at what she saw. There, placed neatly beside the empty dish, were two nickels and five pennies. Mm. Her tip.
1: No way. Mm-hmm. See, it just makes you feel good. Yeah. So, it's, what it, is that good feeling? Hank Smith,
4: what is that we're feeling? When you hear a great story, what are you feeling? Yeah. It's here's another one for you though that that uh, kind of it'll it'll hit you. Okay. In ancient times, a king had a boulder placed on a roadway. Then he hid himself and wanted to see if anyone would remove the huge rock. Some of the king's wealthiest merchants and courtiers came by and simply walked around it. Many loudly blamed the king for not keeping the roads clear, but none did anything about getting the big stone out of the way. I there think we had go. this story earlier. Actually, the mattress. Didn't <laughs> Then a peasant came along carrying a load of vegetables. On approaching the boulder, the peasant laid down his burden and tried to move the stone to the side of the road. After much pushing and straining, he finally succeeded. As the peasant picked up his load of vegetables, he noticed a purse lying in the road where the boulder had been. The purse contained many gold coins and a note from the king indicating that the gold was for the person who removed the boulder from the roadway. The peasant learned what many others never understood. Every obstacle presents an opportunity to improve one's condition. Wow.
2: There you go. The mattress was full of cash. Yeah,
4: that's, that's possible. what we didn't know
2: about that story. Somebody <laughs>
4: had
1: put money under the mattress. <laughs> <laughs> check out how powerful. I mean, these are all just examples, right? Just little. I mean, some of them, you know. But Nat King Cole. This yes. is Nat King, King Cole. Um, it, what we're feeling is that's hope. That's the spirit. That's right. the goodness that can exist when we live true principles. Yep. Those are true principles. Well done, Sean. That they are. That's good stuff. Hank, you got anything to say? That's fantastic radio. 15 seconds. This is beautiful, beautiful radio. See? Glad you came on. Yeah. And taught us about service. By the way, another
2: great principle. I'm glad I came here too. I You'll come to back. Sean. Right?
3: That's so fascinating. You just never know who you could be helping. The random stranger on the side of the road could be... Nat King Cole's wife for all you know. I love how that first story that Sean shared taught us to learn the names of the people who help you every day. that's something that I really want to be better at, giving thanks to those people who make my life easier and that I often take for granted, like the people who plow the roads to clear the snow and the technician who always fixes my computer and the person who bags my groceries. There is good in the world all around us and I hope we take the opportunity this Giving Tuesday to be charitable and give back to those who have helped us and lift others who need a hand. Well, Thank you for listening to today's episode, everyone. God bless us this Giving Tuesday. I'm Leanna Tan, bringing you the best tidbits to help you live healthier, happier lives. Join me again next time for another episode of Matt Townsend.